0: Hi there. My name is Vaughn Town, and I want to thank you for joining me on this week's episode of Every Little Bit Counts. This week, I wanted to talk about Mount Shasta. The reason being is I was recently there for a spiritual retreat. Many that are listening to this probably are aware that Mount Shasta is known for being essentially like a spiritual vortex. A lot of retreats are held there. Those of you that don't know, that is one of the things that is or tends to be a draw to the Mount Shasta area outside of just the natural beauty and waterfalls, rivers, just the surrounding areas of Mount Shasta unto itself is quite beautiful and breathtaking to experience. It is definitely got a lot of people that tend to be drawn there for the spiritual aspects, the energy. Some would, would compare it to going to a site like Sedona, Arizona, connecting with the energy, being able to get into those portals and having really powerful experiences. So just wanted to share some of the insight and information that became known to me while I was visiting and share that with all of you so that you too, if you decide to go visit at some point or passing through, might have the opportunity to visit one of these locations that I visited, or both of them that I'm going to share on the call today or on the podcast today. So the first one I wanted to talk about was this Crystal Matrix Gallery. It is in the town of Shasta. It is actually a very small, quaint town, not very big at all. I mean, easy to pop into a few shops, grab a bite to eat. There are a handful of crystal type shops in the downtown area. This one is a street off of the main downtown area that you would find. Maziba is the gem alchemist that runs this particular crystal gallery. And something that was shared with me before I visited was if you have an opportunity to go there, when you enter the shop, you can ask the gentleman and he, he tends to greet people with, is there anything that I can help you with? And it's an opportunity because I think it's become so accustomed that people would say, I was wondering if you have an object, crystal, they also have whale fossils, beads, things like that. So other multi-dimensional tools are available in that store. So you could say if if there's an item or crystal that is intended for you, or if there's something that you are focused on, or you have an intention for, you can indicate that to him, And then ask if he might have something there that would support you with that intention. So he tends to ask you to connect to your higher self, open up your heart space to him. And if you would give him permission to connect with your high self and your angel and guide team. So in doing so, if you're willing to give him permission to access your higher soul consciousness. And then he will, in turn, connect and be guided to potentially find that item. When I went to the store upon arriving in Shasta, he said, go ahead while I connect and get guided. If something comes in for me, I I will let you know what I uncover. In the interim, go ahead and look through the shop and see if anything is of interest to you. So... I had navigated through the shop and found two items. It took me a little bit of time. There's a lot in there to see and go through. And while I was finishing up looking through things, he started pointing around in the shop. So you knew he connected and he was very much guided to something. So he kept kind of going. And this was actually boxes that were piled up On the side, not even in the display counters or on the shelves, he was guided to some boxes. So he went over to these piles of boxes and you could see that he kept going and was being guided to the specific box. He pulled up this box and he put his hands over the various items in that box. And then he kind of dwindled it down to two or three. And then he was like, "Uh, this one. Yep. Yep this is the one. And then he gave me the item and he relayed to me what exactly that item was meant for, why it was being brought forward at that time and how I was meant to connect with it. And something about crystals or these types of items. So mine was, it's a fossilized whale ear bone that he had found for me. And he expressed why why that it was important to me? Then he asks you to connect with your divine higher self, and then hold the object with your hands over your heart. And this is something that I didn't necessarily know that you could do with crystals or uh, these multi-dimensional tools, fossils, beads, etc. So it's something that I am starting to do with crystals that I have. Purchase because I tend to buy crystals that I'm drawn to. And we're drawn to certain crystals to support us with certain needs or certain intentions we have. So we tend to be drawn to crystals for particular reasons. So you hold it to your heart with your hands over the item and you connect with your higher dimensional self, soul self. And you open your heart and try to connect with the object. And get out of your mind. And he actually can tell, Maziba can tell when you're caught in your mind. And we refer to it as your ego. You don't want to be leading with your ego. You want to be leading from the heart space. So he'll be like, nope, you're not getting it. You got to get out of your head. And so it's kind of funny to be in the experience with him. And then he goes, there you go. You got the connection. And Instantly, as he's kind of saying it, you will feel things happening, whether it's immediately your heart space throughout your body, it might be in a particular chakra. I had various physical sensations going through my my body as I connected with this fossilized whale ear bone. And it was a really profound experience. So if you have items in your home, I would say go ahead and give it a try. See what kind of sensations come to you. Even ask and see if you get an answer as to how it's meant to support you or why it's there. And the interesting thing is when he's checking you out for the items that you want to buy. Like I had a, a a new amethyst piece that I was drawn to, and he indicated to me that. The reason I chose that one is I wanted to open up all all the different rays of light within me. So I too could take that one and do the same thing, connecting with my high divine self, opening the heart space to the amethyst, holding it on my heart. And then allowing myself to connect from that space and then feeling that with the intention of allowing myself to connect and open those rays of light within me. So I went to the retreat that I went there for after I visited him. And while I was at the retreat, I kept getting this message that I needed to go back to him after I had done some of the spiritual work on that retreat. There were certain things that I had to do. So I made it the decision that I would stop in again before I departed. And again, went through the process. And that time there was a crystal chosen for me and it was allowing me to connect to my elder self. So myself many thousands of lifetimes ago. and. I was actually getting information before he brought this up that there is wisdom from my elder selves, past lives where I was a healer, that I did shamanism, and they wanted me to remember and draw in that wisdom and knowledge into this lifetime. And he said this crystal is bringing up a specific elder, and when I connect with it, essentially it would open up and download that information to me. And he said the beautiful thing about this crystal, and it was very tiny. It wasn't a huge piece. I mean, I could hold it in the palm of my hand. So I wasn't spending like hundreds of uh, dollars or thousands of dollars on this crystal. Everything that he guided me to was, you know, 50 or a hundred dollars at best. So not crazy in the spectrum of what you can spend on certain crystals. So anyway, he said, once you're completed and feel like you've got everything that you were meant to get from that elder, connect with the crystal and call in the next elder, because there are various ones throughout your past lifetimes that will help you remember and download the information that it wants me to have for this lifetime to do my healing work. So incredibly profound experience. People in the shop seem to know about Mazeba. They seem to know about the Crystal Matrix Gallery. I'm going to put the information into the description and links so that you can check him out. There is a website I'm not sure you could probably email him or contact him remotely, but if you have the opportunity to do it in person, I highly recommend that experience. Another thing, and I know this this podcast is going to be a bit longer than I tend to do, but another experience that I wanted to talk about is what we did in the spiritual retreat. So one of the things that we did on, it was the third day of the retreat. The leader of our retreat was also my Reiki master. I'm going to put her information as well because she's trying to do two retreats every year. She's a very, very powerful healer. She is incredible when you do these meditations and do clearings and connecting I think it would be very helpful for you to have her contact information by chance. I know she has booked Mount Shasta for another retreat in September of next year. She was questioning whether or not she would do it, but she had such a great experience with the one that was done this year that she wants to go back again. So I will include her information. But one of the things that she took us to, she was guided too as well. So her guide team directed her to check out this Mount Shasta pyramid. It's private and group meditations. I'm hoping I don't slaughter his name, but it, it's built by Antara and Omar, and it says Omaran. It's by appointment only. He is not advertising and readily a marketing his location any longer. He indicated to us that he feels and is guided to the fact that those who are meant to come and have the experience will somehow find them or word of mouth or hear it from someone or be connected with someone that has been there and had an experience because the experience is meant for them. So if you get this and you feel compelled or drawn to visit this location. I will be going back. It is a long drive for me, but I will be going back again. I'm hoping to actually take my children, maybe my husband, we'll see, but to take my children to this location because it was so incredibly profound and powerful. I'm going to try to summarize the gist of what we did. So Omar and his wife, they were guided to build this pyramid. And there was a specific date that they had to build it it by. They're on sacred land. It's very uh, highly spiritual. So there's a lot of energy on the property they were guided to reside at. And so this is the property that they were guided to build this pyramid, specific dimensions, specific date it had to be built by. The dimensions are in alignment with the dimensions of Giza, although it's a much smaller version of it. Like, you know, 51 degrees on this angle, this angle. And essentially you go into this pyramid there's a door at ground level, and then you kind of go a little bit underground and go up a, a stairs up into it. He had blankets and pillows there. It's almost entirely dark. There is a little tiny opening at the top of the pyramid that lets in air and very little light. So you were intended to go in there for an hour he will close the door of the stairs. You won't be locked in, so you can get out. But you have to take off all jewelry. You can't have your cell phone, essentially stating that you want to go in there as pure as possible because the energy will be drawn to metals, cellular batteries, things like that. So... You leave all that. He has little lockers and, and things like that outside. Well, they're not quite lockers. They're more like shelves. On the outside, in the first doorway, and you can hear blondings again on the way out, but you, you've in no shoes. You go in and your socks or barefoot, and then all your items are left. With it being all dark, it is a little bit trickier departing, but your eyes do adjust where you can see a little bit around you in your surrounding area shortly after he closes the door. So it seems pretty black. The minute he closes it, you adjust and you can see a little bit by chance you need to leave. So you go in there for an hour and he gives you some recommendations on things, intentions, things to think about, getting in a meditative space, etc. So he'll give you some ideas of what to do. And the energetic experience you have in that pyramid is beyond anything that I've experienced in like a spiritual retreat, healing session. It's pretty incredibly profound. Each person will have their own unique experience. Information was channeled to me. I felt things throughout my body. There were visions quickly flipping in my periphery with my eyes closed, so I could see it, but my eyes were closed, like these quick visions. I felt like downloads were happening, seeing symbols. And again, channeling information was coming through. And that was my experience. I know someone else explained that they were taken to a different location and just astrally projected to somewhere else. So they didn't even feel like they knew the time was up. Like they're like, it felt like I was in there 10 minutes. Cause I, I was taken somewhere else. So everyone will have their own unique experience. What he explained to me is there is, he channeled this information was guided by Archangel Metatron and, uh, Isis goddess Isis. And essentially, what the reasoning behind the deadline was historically this goes back to the time of Atlantis and again he can go into it much more detail but there were these massive crystals at the time of Atlantis and when they were active the individuals could go up to one of the crystals and let's say your intention was i want to know five different languages You would go to the crystal, connect with it, and instantaneously, it would be downloaded that you knew how to fluently speak five different languages. That's how powerful the crystals were. Well, with Atlantis, everything going away, these crystals were moved and they were deactivated. And a part of this was this particular site This pyramid needed to be active in this location to connect energetically to other locations so that these crystals could be activated. And I can't remember what year they were reactivated, but based on the locations they were laid or put, they were reactivated. So the timing of that had to be done because there was energy from that particular site, that needed to support the activation of these crystals back to the time of Atlantis. So very interesting, very fascinating information as to why he was guided to do this. But I will tell you, the pyramid is not the only thing. You will have an incredible experience if you have the opportunity to go there. I will put what information I have available to my site podcast information so that you can look into that if you have the opportunity to go there highly recommend it he has an item that's kind of like a sacred geometry thing that you kind of go sit in and you just kind of get quiet go in the middle of it it's open but it's the framing he did it with metal there's crystals at 12 of the 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 corners of this sacred geometry, and essentially it recalibrates your your soul. And there's various other things that happen to you when you go essentially in a quiet, peaceful, meditative state into this particular sacred geometry item. He said there's 12 angels that are assigned to do work with people, and there's other aspects of it. So Again, this gentleman had a lot of information. He had multiple things on his property that you could go to, to have various different experiences. Super powerful, super incredible. I wanted to get this out there because there are experiences like this available to people. And it's just a matter of Sharing and making sure people are aware of it, they get access to it, and they know that these things are accessible by chance. You want to get out there and explore. So, anyway, all I can say is Shasta, my spiritual retreat, the places that I've gone to, incredibly powerful. I'm very interested in going back. I want to go back to the Crystal Matrix, I do want to go back to the Pyramid. He says that you essentially where you left off with what you received and uh, encountered during your experience there, you start from there and move forward. so every experience you have in the the pyramid builds so the opportunity to go back and expand and build and expand and build is very fascinating to me so. There are a lot of other things to see in Mount Shasta. I hope to explore. If I get the opportunity, I'll be happy to share it here. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you get the opportunity to go to Mount Shasta, have an experience there as well. It is incredible. It is beautiful. It's peaceful. It's quiet. It is a really beautiful place to go visit. So thank you for joining me on this week's episode and I hope you join me next week.